welcome to <laughs> this is only your life that's sarcastic <laughs> meaning it's it's only your fucking life who gives a shit um no big deal overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with janice corsano and holly corsano Morning, Halls. Good morning. This is the, this is our first morning podcast. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> we're not quite sure what to do in the morning because we're not here yet. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Because we tried this on Friday on the new moon. but Yeah, we podcasted on the new moon, and apparently the new moon was like, nah. <laughs> the new moon. Um, yeah, the mic, my mic cut out halfway through, and we couldn't. Yeah, and yeah. there was no, you were not there the rest of the time. Well, yeah. you were there. But we couldn't hear you. Yeah, that's not helpful for anybody. Not really. It was kind of <laughs> you just heard kind of a, a pause, and then you'd hear me talk. You were talking to yourself. Insert <laughs> insert commentary you prefer. <laughs> and then you'd hear a pause, and then you'd hear me talk, and you yeah. could barely like I could I could hear you tiny, such a tiny yeah. bit. I, was like, I well, I take that as the universe being like, this podcast. The world isn't ready for yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably not. Otherwise, um, we probably would have been posting it. Yeah. And besides the fact that it was funny because I don't even know, like, since most of the time I'm channeling, or, like, God forbid it's morning, I'm sleeping and not here, then I have no idea what we talked about on Friday. Right. I know we talked about the new moon, but whatever. Yeah, we talk, Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the new moon again, though. Well, only the only part of the new moon that we were really talking about was the energy of wanting to get stuff organized and cleaned out and decluttering and stuff like that, which which is funny. That's what I was doing over the holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. I was cleaning out my um, all my books and, you know, getting rid of books and weeding and mulching and my body's killing me. <laughs> yeah, actually, when I woke up this morning... Um, there's something like very refreshing about the season change starting to happen. Like it kind of feels like there's like a new, um, you know how it's like a similar feeling to like that spring cleaning thing. Mm-hmm. It's like just as the season's turning over, it kind of makes you want to yeah do something, do stuff, you know. So which I will the energy like this summer energy has been so intense. And we've been through so many um, cycles with the eclipses and all the emotion. And not that we're not still going through it, because we are. But mm-hmm. it's the energy feels a little bit different. And the culmination of all the purging that we've been doing and the heaviness that's been going up and down and all the crazy, it's still happening, but the energy feels a little bit different. So just, you know, even with the, that, um, the hurricane that's still going on is, in, like, so intense. Yeah. And there's just, like, I can't watch the news, but because I feel it, I don't have to watch the news. I could feel all of it, and boy, it's... Oh, something else that we had talked about, um, that just sparked a memory. I had said how when I look at Instagram, um, I feel like I'm feeling Mm -hmm. the people through it instead of just looking at the pictures. Yes, and I've always done that. I thought you did, too. Yeah, no, I've always been sensitive to it, but like, but for it's extra. And, yeah, it's like so, um, like dialed in where it's like, we. I didn't want to look at, like, I didn't look at my phone 
mm-hmm. before I can't look at it before we start, right? Because it kind of messes up what yeah, I'm I feeling. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I I can't look at Facebook. I can't look at Instagram. I can't yeah. look at. It's an interesting thing. Because um, well, the sensitivity level. If the phone rings. Yeah. If the phone rings, and I could usually feel who it is. I do that game. I, I right. play a game with myself and do that because I have that Fitbit on my wrist. So With your texts? Yeah. So if someone messages me, I like to, before I look at it, I'll feel who I think it is mm-hmm. just based on, like, the feeling of... The, you can usually tell. Yeah, and I'll be like... And there's, like, it usually is one of, like, three or four people that kind of text me all the time. Mm-hmm. And then... uh for the most part, one of my girlfriends, she has like a really distinct feeling about her, so I can tell her. I right can pick her up really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like the difference of how much we are connected that people we don't realize, mm-hmm. and how almost like traumatized we are by the energy. Like the energy yeah. feels traumatizing to me. So it'll be like the phone will ring, and I'll feel it, and I'll be like, "Okay, I ca- I can't." If I could answer the phone, now I can't. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, like most um, of the time I can't answer the phone because I'm do- doing something else. But if I could answer the phone at that moment, I'll feel the feeling of the traumatizing that I can't answer the phone. It's like it's like getting like all the energy all over me. You're feeling that what they're about to like share with you. Yes, it's yeah. it's like traumatizing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can't. I, I I'll have to like I have to because I'm not as protected in the house, number one. So mm-hmm. I tend to get, like, caught off guard. Even though when I'm, you know, like, checking my emails in the morning and stuff, I'm protected because I know, like, you never know what, you know, what people are emailing. And even with texts. Can't know. You can't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... It's a mystery. It's a mystery till you read it. But the point is that it's... We're so much more sensitive to it that if you play that game you'll start to see it with yourself. It's, it's, like it's really, actually, it is really interesting. And also, um, this was, I thought this was very cool. So my, that same friend who, uh, I can pick up easy when she texts me, um, we had like a fun little, like one of those, like, co- it's like it's a, not a coincidence. Synchronicity. Yeah, a synchronicity. They're not coincidence. Yeah, exactly. So I went to go make a cup of tea and we have a bunch of options and I was looking at one, um, and she popped into my mind because it's one that I know that she likes. And I was like, oh, this is reminding me of my friend um, while I'm making this cup of tea. And then it's like one of those ones with like the quote on the tag. Mm-hmm. So I like read it and was like, wow, this one really feels like my friend. Like, this is so funny. I'm going to send her a picture of this because it's cute because it's the tea that she likes. And this is a cute quote that she would like. So I sent it to her and she was she was like, stop, because this was my Facebook memory yesterday. <laughs> this is crazy. Yep, that's that, the synchronicity. You know, so it's just funny that it went full circle because that was the thing that actual tea triggered me to send it to her. Right, after it was already her Facebook memory yesterday. Yeah. So it's yes. like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, so it was just like a funny thing because I like I read it the comment the quote and I was like, wow, this will resonate with her. Like this is so cool. I have to send this to her. Mm-hmm. And then she said that. So. And there's there's so many of those things happening. Mm-hmm. So when you pay attention, and there was another one that happened with that same friend that you were saying mm-hmm. that continued. What yeah, was the next yeah. Part of that? Um, 
Oh, the next part was. Uh, I don't remember, but it happened the next yeah, day. Yeah, it was same the day. same. It was the same text thread. It was within the same like half an hour conversation where um, there was a whole other synchronicity, and I can't remember offhand right now because my coffee's not like submerged into my body <laughs> yet. But the <laughs> it'll happen. I'll when we're done podcasting, then I'll remember when it's not important anymore. Yeah, but when <laughs> you don't, when we don't yeah. need to know. Um, but I remember you saying that there was another yeah, there one. Yeah, there was another one. Um, that happened that was like, okay, this is funny because it's, you know, back and forth. And it, so if you pay attention, you'll see that that's happening a lot. Mm-hmm. Where do the game with the text. You know, do the game where when your phone beeps or whatever it does. Mine's on silent, so it doesn't beep. But Mine's also on silent. I put my wrist, so. Right. On my wrist, it, it um, vibrates. Mm-hmm. So. Before you look at it, try to feel who it is. Mm-hmm. And well, and it's funny, too, because like you'll start to notice. Mm-hmm. like Because I, I, before I started practicing it, I would, like, I wasn't actively thinking about it. And I, sometimes people will text me, and it'll pop in where it's, like, a random friend mm-hmm. asking a random question. And... um but I had just been texting someone else right before that. So, like, when she would, when the other friend would come in, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, like, I was like, I don't think that that's her writing me back. Like, right, you'd feel the difference. I would feel that it was different because mm-hmm. I would. But you weren't sure but because I you were already talking to somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so then when the other friend would pop in randomly, mm-hmm. I'd be like, hmm. And then that's when, that's what made me think to start to start doing that is because I wanted to see if I could tell the difference. Then I have one of my um, other friends has kind of like this, like more like lower energy. Like it's kind of more like in, Mm -hmm. like tucked in. So it's like funny because this uh, one of my girlfriends, she's like really bright and shiny. So like when she texts, it like feels like it has a lot of energy coming off of it. Yes. And the other person, um, like is the opposite is the opposite. So one like when I like hear the thing go off, this is just like me how I feel it for myself. Right. Those are just little tips on yeah. what the difference is that you start to know who's who. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's funny because like I'll get this feeling when um, person number one texts and she's like this bright shiny person. So like the actual like feeling I get like in my body feels like kind of like awake, mm-hmm. I guess, and like kind of shiny. And then from this and then the other one you get and a different. And when this other person texts, it kind of feels like this. Um, it's not depressed, but it's like just more in inward. More it's inward. more inward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels inward and like turned in and like kind of like don't look at me, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's got this shy, like quietness to it. And how long did it take you to be able to figure out who was who? Because I mean, you've been doing it your whole life as far right. as um but now that you're being more aware and paying attention to it and because we're so much more sensitive and we notice like it almost feels like the energy hurts right like, like also the energy is insanely like, yes yeah it's really energy as far as our sensitivity to each other is so much has been getting higher i talk about it all the time but to the point that that it feels traumatizing like yeah meaning like it hits me and I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just Right. Well wait, okay. what did you ask? How long How long did it take you to figure out you know, so if people are trying it because it's like when we would do the number thing, which I always think is fun. You yeah, know, the it's number like thing. all right. Um 
have your friend, you know, like play a little game with your friend and be like, okay, I'm going to um, send a number in my mind. Or you do it with the cards. Cards are easier. Yeah, but if you're playing it on your phone, oh, yeah. you're playing, you know, from one to nine. Yeah, so the game is, um, <coughs> if I'm playing it with my mom, I would say, okay, and this is like through text message, like if we're in a different place, I'll text her and say, hey, I'm thinking of a number of between one. Between one and nine. Yeah, up to, between one and nine what comes to your mind, and um, then she'll text me the first number that she thinks of. Right. And so we would do that a lot. I have my clients do that so that they can practice because they have, they so that they start to understand how telepathy works and how much we're doing it mm-hmm. without realizing how much thoughts we're picking up from each other. Yeah. And there's like a, when I'm feeling... And usually we get it all the time. Right. Well, also too, there's a difference between feeling something that comes in from someone else mm-hmm. versus your own. And so it's like recognizing... It's starting to recognize, yeah, where the, what something comes from outside versus what mm-hmm. something comes from inside. Yeah, like outside, like my my spot, like when I know, yeah, is like, I was saying this in other podcasts, the so back, the of, back of my head kind of like, I feel like I hear the information coming from the left side of my brain, mm-hmm. like low in the back of my head. It's like I'll like the number nine will be sitting or the number eight will be sitting like in that area if that's the number that you're thinking of. Right. Um, so you have an idea of where it's coming in. Yeah. So it's like the information's like, as opposed to like... And I just get it as an impression. I just hear it. You just hear it. I'll hear it and see it. Yeah. Mine's, mine's a hearing and a seeing, but, but you specifically have a spot. in that area is where the information is delivered. Right. Which is... Interesting, because some people have that, like more of a specific spot that they could, like, oh, it comes in from here. But mm-hmm. it's the only way you'd figure that out is being aware of it. Just doing it enough times and recognizing, oh, okay, when I'm right, when I guess the number right, this I also have this like. feeling. Because I would say to you guys, okay, now after you got them, now pay attention to how they come into you. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't start to pay attention to that, then you don't know the difference. It's like you think it's just random. Right. And as you pay attention to it, what was cool was, oh, I would get this feeling over here, or I would get... Because you and somebody else had a similar one, that it would come in one side. Oh, yeah, I forgot who I that forgot is. who it yeah. is. But that you and somebody else had a similar one where it would be like it would come on your right side. It would be like a right side thing. And somebody else had it would be like a left side thing. Mm-hmm. And somebody else had it would be like a, I just see it in, in, like mine. It would be like, I just see it and feel it. But everyone had a thing as they started to realize that they were getting it. They had this thing. They would be like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me, oh, it comes in like this. So the more that you pay attention to that, when you have an emotion or you have a thought, you can give yourself a little bit of, wait, is this coming from me? Because mm-hmm. the more that you are aware where it's coming from, the easier it is. If you if you feel that, and you if it was an emotion, right? Because we're trying to figure out our emotions versus our telepathy thoughts. You know where they're right. coming from. Like how we feel versus yeah. It's like right. that whole like because we're up. getting so much yeah from outside, and then the the glomming on of other people's energy that that gloms onto you that you can't get off of you. Right. Well, energy. so this kind of ties into that whole like phone thing is um that same friend that will text me who kind of feels kind of quiet and withdrawn um, sometimes connects to me too much. Right. And so I wear their energy, and I then I can't tell the difference between... Right, you won't know who you are and they are. Like, you would, it would be very hard to distinguish them from you. 
what happens is yeah. it's very hard to distinguish what your feelings are versus what their feelings are. So mm-hmm. if you're tr- like, and especially in a situation where you can't actually talk to the person, like you can't have that conversation with them. Right. It would be like for them, that would be a weird conversation to have since they're not like right. into, into this type of thing. Like I can't be like, Hey, by the way, like, did Just you so like you throw know. your energy at me? Because I'm totally wearing it. <laughs> 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 They'd be like, what? Get out of here. <laughs> Go. I don't want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> well, they might not say that. They might actually understand it quite well. But but the point is that most people are not aware of that and having that right. conversation with them, depending on the person. Uh, most of your friend friends, you know, your closer friends, yeah. all are understand energy more so. And right. Well, because they've been working with you for a long time, so they get it. Right. So those like so having that conversation with them is totally different. Right. But people outside of that circle that, you know, they might know something about energy or they might know something, um, you know, some spirit like they're spiritual in some way, because it seems like more people you meet are more spiritual than Mm -hmm. than before. Yeah. You know, like there's things that are happening in our spiritual um, in this ascension that, you know, people are getting to ask, starting to ask questions to be a little bit more like what's going on. Something feels like it's going on. Mm-hmm. But in that being said, you wouldn't have that conversation with them. Like, um, I'm wearing your damn energy. Could you just get it off me or whatever? Yeah, that would not make any sense. And you would feel stupid saying it because you don't know if they have a clue, number one, and you're still trying to figure it out. Because right. when you're wearing someone's energy you have no idea you're wearing it. That's where the problem comes in. Right. Where it's like, I just feel a general sense of like too focused on that person because I'm in there. I'm literally in how they feel. So for some reason I like couldn't, like this is like when I was playing the game, that right. that phone game. Mm-hmm. Um, at first I couldn't tell when they would t- message me because I was too connected to them. Right. So it was just like, I didn't know who that was. I just knew that there was a message coming in. But then when my other girlfriend would pop in, you knew her I knew was. right away that one was her. Mm-hmm. Even if she would pop in mid-conversation. We yeah. And that's when we were talking about the, because the energy gets so connected to you that it's mm-hmm. on top of you, that that's where you need a little space and a little bit of room. So that's where oh, <laughs> I was laughing. We did a, we'll do the cutting exercise. Yeah, so we did is, this, just, we did an exercise to separate me out like uh, energetically from this person so that way I could feel my own self again right so she would know where her so she had a little bit of room because if she didn't start to feel herself then then all you do is feel the other person and they're just too much like it's like wearing them on top of you all the time and it's too much yeah but then it's annoying too because it's like you (coughs) feel like you're the things that the struggles that they're having in their own life yeah you're having a you're also feeling like you're like, oh, God, like, I didn't feel like I was stressed out about this stuff before. Like, my, I don't feel stressed out about my job. Like, I like what I do. Like, what's going on? Like, And then why? you're stressed out about your job yeah, all it's of like, a why do, Yeah, it's like, or why do I feel, like, disorganized and, you know, like, I don't know my ass from my elbow. But, but you the know. difference would be if, if we feel disorganized and, like, you feel disorganized all the time. Mm-hmm. So if that one came in, you would just think that's you. Right. I feel disorganized all the time. Oh, well. This is the tattoo one. So right. there's this. I okay. So I have. I haven't wanted or thought about getting a tattoo, in since high school. Yeah, eons. Okay, and I had wanted an ear tattoo. You had mentioned. And. I think that was on Friday's podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it probably was. Yeah, and that I we didn't was, do. Yeah, I mean that we did. That isn't. Yeah. So I never got that tattoo. Right. 
Um, I haven't thought about it in years. And for some reason, like last week, my brain was just like, how about that ear tattoo? And then I went and was looking at pictures of mm-hmm. things that like, because I like kind of knew the general like feel of what I wanted. And I just wanted like some really simple line work. Right. But um, just like around um, like the conch part of my ear, which is, I don't know. No one knows what that is. But anyways, the, um, regardless. Okay. The person who I was wearing energetically at the time was thinking, was about, thinking about getting a new tattoo. Yep. So, and it's funny because where they would want it is not in their ear. No, but because of but it because, has to come right, through Right, because your, it's coming through my interpretation of that feeling. Right. So our interpretation of a tattoo, because um, it would be way easy, it would be way easy to tell that it was someone else's when we're wearing energy, Right. If it all of a sudden you wanted a sleeve. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because, like, more of my friends than not have sleeves. So it's like... <laughs> if all of a sudden you wanted a sleeve and that's never been a thing, you'd stop for a minute and be like, what? Right, yeah. Although, that could happen where it can go through and all of a sudden you'll get the, the full feeling of the person and it doesn't go through your filter of where a tattoo would go. Um, and all of a sudden be... And you could be out getting a sleeve next it's week. It's so and you'll funny. be like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then halfway between... You're like, wait, do I really want to sleep? Thank God, usually they can't do them the same night. You should never go the same time you get that feeling. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Most of my most of my friends have a ton of tattoos. Like, I'm like, I think I'm the, literally the only person that doesn't have any. Well, that's interesting. Uh, and how you didn't pick that literally up? Literally, I'm the only person. I'm trying. I'm thinking all of my literally all of my friends. I'm the only person that doesn't have any. Actually, James doesn't have any. I don't have any. Yeah. You birthed me. It's different. <laughs> Wallace doesn't have any. Wallace might have a few. No, we, he doesn't. Who knows? It could be under his fur. Yeah. <laughs> um, but point the point being yeah. that if it came in as a full sleeve, which it could have. Right. Um, Considering all of my friends have. <laughs> that that feeling for a moment could have turned into, wow, I really think I want a full sleeve tattoo. Mm-hmm. It would have been strange to you because that's not something that you would normally think of. Right. So that would start to question, you'd start to question that as, wait a minute. Right, yeah, because that wasn't an idea. That wasn't a pre-existing idea. Right. Yeah. But how it seemed to go in was you got the tattoo idea and then it went to, in your brain filter, Mm -hmm. it went through to where you thought a tattoo, like tattoo. Oh, this means this tattoo. Right. On my ear, the one that I was, the little one I was thinking on my ear. Which is interesting because then it's like, okay, then it gets changed to, because we were talking about this before about, um, telepathy, picking up other people's feelings, and mm-hmm. then trying to know the difference. And right now, it's really hard. Yeah. Because the energy is so intense, on top of the telepathy is so much higher, and it's going to get higher. So paying attention to these things are so important. Like knowing you versus someone else, because we are getting so much from outside of us. Mm-hmm. And anxiety. The anxiety level. The the feeling um, the anxiety from other people and yourself. Yes. Because the, the, because the energy is high to begin with, meaning mm-hmm. like it's vibrating higher, that vibration can make you feel anxious. And then mm-hmm. we have the, a lot of not feeling well. You know, like the energy itself is intense, which is a lot of changes happening in our bodies and stuff. So you might have headaches and you might have like in the allergies. I don't know what's up with the allergies. But Weird we have ear the, stuff. Um, allergies. You could have ringing in your ears. You could have um, congestion. 
you could have like it feels like you have allergies. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's like every it's there's no allergy season anymore. It's like allergy all year long. My one of my things is um, the world feels like it's shifting sideways a little for a second. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be doing nothing that involves quick motion whatsoever. Like I'm not like going from sitting to standing. I'm not doing anything like that where my well, that's like the vertigo thing. Yeah, so it's like I'm having like a weird vertigo thing where. I'll just be, like, walking, and all of a sudden, my world just goes, whoop, for, for, like, three seconds. It's, like, a quick little, like, shift where it feels like, it's, like, a similar feeling to, like, when you're walking up the, or when you're walking down a set of stairs, and you don't realize that there's one more step left, yeah. and then you, like, are have an unexpected, like, drop shift mm-hmm. in your, like, like yeah. reality for a second. You're just like, oh, God. Um, and that used to happen, um me all the time with the vertigo and mm-hmm. luckily that doesn't happen as much but yes that vertigo thing is yeah mine was severe like I couldn't even walk it would yeah you know be horrible so yeah when it happens now it's it's kind of more like that where you kind of just feel this like little movement a little jolt but I would feel it what um, is that why because things are mo- like um, we tend to think like we're on flat ground or something, like that we're not moving. We're all energy. So there's a movement right, happening. We're all vibrating. That right. Is, there's yeah. a vibration happening. There's a movement. There's changes happening, you know, all over the place. So for our bodies to be trying to adjust to the, the new frequencies and all the changes that are happening, then that's what part is, of it. Um, for new frequencies, like what's, where are we getting pushed to and like what's happening like planetary wise because like the animals are like doing some weird things and you know what I mean? We have a lot of like... The weather's kind of intense. Yeah, because we're going through these like if you realize that that the earth is alive, right? Mm -hmm. And it's purging and along with us purging because we're trying to heal past stuff. So it's like all the past stuff that has been going on on this planet. That's why you see so much stuff coming up and, and so many of the things that are so horrific that, you know... Generational. They've been going on for thousands of years, but if we didn't see them, then we thought they didn't exist. It's, it was for like, example. you know, out of sight, out of mind. Like all these people that were, um, you know, like the, the guy that committed suicide that was... Um, In jail, that guy? Yeah, that was sex trafficking or whatever. I don't know the whole story. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't even look at it. I just looked at well, his picture. I forgot his name. Um, I don't remember now either. Yeah, but Epstein? I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but the point being is that he just happened to come up on my feed before I went to open my mail, and the energy of him was so intensely like, oh my God, I was like, I had to just see like what the story was very quickly. But people like that were, it seemed like they were so above, they thought they could do anything and get away with it. You know, like... Harvey Weinstein had a similar feeling, right? Yes. Those those type where it was like, you know that, that feeling of power corrupts? Well, these, that it felt like the corruption of was now, you know, like coming up and it was able to be seen and now it was coming out. So it's not like these things haven't been going on for for eons. They have. Now they're coming to the surface so that we can see them and heal them. It's like all the systems. Like if we look at the the healthcare system, the pharmaceutical system, the government system, all the systems have been broken and like for for a long time and a lot of them have to do with ego and power, you know, the way mm-hmm. that they all went down. Yeah, it's like the peop- like the emotions of things are in the wrong spots. Say that again. Like, 
um, the thing that I'm thinking of when I'm saying this is like how um, Notre Dame, Notre Dame uh, burnt down and like how a ton of like people put money towards it, like a ton of like ton of people put money towards it. But then we have problems, you know, with like so many other things that no one's putting any money towards. It depends on what it is and what the feeling is and the yeah. way we've been taught about it. But here's the here's the thing. It's like we have so many feelings about one side or the other. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's a compromise somewhere in between and there's a lot of other th- ways that we can work together, but you cannot solve the problem from the same place that it started. Right. Meaning the, the Einstein quote, you know, you have to go to a higher place to solve the problem. So that's kind of what, the whole point is it's like it's got to come up it's got to come out it's got to then yeah you, know, you can't find the answer or the same place of problems from right basically. so now from a you know different perspective from a higher place we'll be able to see but right now all these things are coming out and they're freaking overwhelming yeah the actually the imagery that i got in my mind just now is the difference between like a mouse eyes view and a bird's eye view mm-hmm. So when you are mouse eyes view, you can literally see the thing in front of you, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it. But then bird's eye view, same scenario, same location, same like right, map. Right, you get a whole different. You elevate, you rise above, and right. then you co- all of a sudden can see the whole map. That's how you can eat the mouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just swipe him. And the mouse yeah. didn't even see you coming. Yeah, you just <laughs> swoop on down. But then, if you're me, then you accidentally are driving wh- where the mouse is running across the road, and then you hit the bird with your car. <laughs> yeah. Because the bird, in that perspective, didn't see you uh-huh. because it was busy with the mouse. Right, exactly. <laughs> Only you hit an owl. Yeah, that was a I real, mean, that, that, real life the, story. What's the odds of... of an owl. Like that did happen. That is a real life story. I know, but yeah. what's the odds of Me I don't hitting know how an many owl people, with my car? Yeah, I don't know how many people have hit owls. <gasps> you know, I mean, it's it was one of those surprising things, like, out of nowhere. Like, it was not happy. No, it's not happy, but it was, like, one of those so surprising out of nowhere, like, where did that come from, and what is that? As well, yeah, what does that mean? Um, I don't know. Probably that an owl just flew in front of your car. Now, we know there's no coincidence, so... It must have been trying to give you some message, you know, so whatever it was. But Who the point knows? Being is like Thankfully, the, like, <laughs> lucky me, he was still on the road on my way back. <laughs> so I got to see him twice. Poor thing. <laughs> but for whatever reason that was. Yeah. And, you know, we know there's no coincidence and we know that there's a reason. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is high school me, too. So, like, high school me was, like, extra... Well, it's hard to hit anything and feel not feel horrifically bad about yeah. it. And especially something where you would never be expecting. Where you just are just learning how to drive. And you're just like, oh, God. Right. Ah. It's, it's not good whether you've been driving forever or not. Yeah. That's, but that's yeah. something. But an owl, I'm like, how the hell? What, what are you talking? What do you mean? Uh. But anyway, back to the idea of the energy. So, and if you've noticed in the energy of the animals, because even Wallace, I mean, Wallace acting totally weird. Yeah. I mean, he is weird. He's weird, but meaning if you talk to people about their pets. He's very sensitive, though, to how other people feel. He is very sensitive. You can tell. Like, if anyone comes in and they're feeling fear, he thinks that he's supposed to be protecting. So, if they feel scared about whatever, then he'll, he'll, he'll go into protection mode. 
but he can tell, like most animals can tell. Yeah. Or you like, know, if you're sad, he can tell, give you extra love. It's true. You know, yeah. like animals can tell that. Like most people will notice if their their pets, whether they're cats or dogs, will be more loving and sweet if they know that you're, you know, not feeling well or if you're sad. Mm-hmm. And they'll come over and snuggle you a little bit more. Um, Wallace tends to notice very much so, but it affects him like in a different way. Like um, where he gets because of him being a rescue that it makes him scared like something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he has a little trauma because of his because of his trauma. Um, it, he he might react in a little bit different way than the average. Right. Yeah, know. he doesn't react in like a, I'm protecting outside of my space. He's like I'm protecting you guys from this person who clearly something's wrong because they feel fear. Right. Where it's like, hey asshole, like he you're they are afraid of you, you dummy, because <laughs> you're big and you're loud. <laughs> And you're growling and yeah. barking, and yeah, I'm like you look terrifying. Yeah, I'm like you're big and floppy, but then <laughs> when you <laughs> are in that mode, you turn into like this like beast. Yeah, you look like beast mode. You're like Wallace, bring it down on that. Yeah, simmer. Although his although his little training collar is helping, he's yeah. only on beep mode, which is good. Yeah, you just beep him, and he's like, ew, yeah. okay, what a dangle. So he's ah, getting there. Struggle bus. It's. <laughs> What is in a struggle bus uh, these days? We are driving the struggle bus. We are driving, driving the struggle it, bus. Driving it. It's. It seems like it's, and it's, it's. There's so much of it that it's. It's. You know, you can't even talk about. You can't even remember how many of them there are in a day. Because, how many struggle buses? Yes, because there's so many. Like it's. It's like. Can we talk about road rage? Oh my God, that is insane. That's a, that's its own different thing. Well, that just gives you an idea of the energy, and people don't realize how much they're picking up each other. You sit on, you, you sit, and this happened to me years ago when I've talked about, like, where I would feel people's panic attacks and have a panic attack and realize it was the person next to me because I'd feel them and look, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was so clear the day that we were, like, coming around a turn together, like, getting onto the highway, and I looked at the person, because all of a sudden I started having a panic attack out of nowhere, and I hadn't had a panic attack in years, and I was like, what the... And as we were coming around the corner, you know how you kind of look, your head turns? So my head turned, and I could see the person in the car next to me literally was having a panic attack. What does one look like when having a panic attack? They were, they were holding onto the wheel with one hand and holding onto their, their chest and, like, doing this thing where you could tell they were having a hard time breathing. Yeah. Like, you could see it. Like, you could just Yeah, see yeah, it. yeah. And, and I could feel it so strong. When I looked at them, I recognized it clearly. I'm like... Okay. You're like, ah. I wanted to pull them over and be like, hold on, I, I can help you with that, mm-hmm. you know, but you gave me your panic attack. But that's how sensitive I am. And that's, that was years and years. That was probably 30 years ago that that happened, you know, just getting on the highway. But it's now happening constantly, meaning you're in the car. The road rage stuff is insane. Mm. And people who wouldn't normally have road rage are having road rage because everyone's at their last, you know? Yeah. It's like the, the last straw, the last little thing, the thing that they say, the, the last straw that broke the camel's back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, one of my clients was talking about um, how someone in their family who isn't normally a road rage person mm-hmm. is now road raging. Oh. Like literally isn't a, and I don't know if it was their, I don't know, someone in their family, their sister, their brother, I don't know, somebody that they've driven with them plenty of times and the person is not normally a road rage person, 
But now if somebody does anything, they're like swearing and screaming. Huh. And that's not how that's not their personality at all. That's funny. They don't realize because there's they're under a lot of stress, there's so much things going on in their life, in their house, whatever, that that they are just like can't take one more thing and somebody does something stupid like doesn't put their blinker on to take a left turn, they will have like they're like, Oh my god, I've not I've never seen the person act like that. What the hell? Yeah. Um, so we can see like they don't realize that there's so much more that's that's being picked up and yes we have so much pressure on us like the things that are trying to change in our life because we're going through major change you can't go through major transformation from if you like change all good Mm -hmm. most people don't especially when you didn't ask for it meaning you didn't you don't know you asked for it right the funny thing is like everything is constantly changing so why are we hardwired to not like change well, or are we hard, hardwired to not like change? Like, what's going on there? Well, it's more, it's more the feeling of you want the change you want, right? So if you're mm-hmm. trying to change something, it's like, I want a better job. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm literally trying to change that. I would like to do this. So it would be like, I want to paint. I really enjoy painting. I want to become an artist, whatever. You're trying to change that. Mm-hmm. If, if in that, right, if you're trying to change that and become a painter, if in that something, you know, happens that changes everything so it feels like you can't become a painter and it just went you know haywired to the right so maybe you get into an accident Mm -hmm. you know it would be like what happened with your accident it's like all right i'm trying to do this this and this and then i get into an accident and i can't do that Mm -hmm. yeah you know so when you were going to school and you know doing all the sewing and doing all the fashion and then we got in the accident and you couldn't do that Right. Well, that's kind of not the change that you were thinking of. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, so when we say, like, change is happening, but we tend to like the change that we're trying to change. We don't like change that, like, comes out of nowhere. Right. You know, and change isn't coming out of nowhere, per se, if we're if we're putting in these lessons for us to learn and, and trying to realize that that we are not here doing nothing. You know, everything, there's a reason for everything that's happening, but it doesn't feel like it at the time. Like, right. for whatever it is, it doesn't, it's... What is this feeling of, um, y- you know how, like, certain, I mean, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people have this, like, association to, I'm this old, therefore I should have done, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's a big training. Like, especially, like, that's why we have, like, the quarter-life crisis now. Right. You know, where it used to be midlife crisis, and now it's, like, quarter-life because... It's like you now go to school. You know, our program about how we're supposed to work is, you know, really getting, starting to get thrown out and, like, torn apart a lot. Which it's, is a, it's that, and then also, like, stereotypes of, like, what relationships versus friendships are. Well, they're, they're all getting thrown out the window. And because of that, we have a lot of things in flux right now. Because the idea of a role about what, you're you're supposed to be doing so it'd be like okay so now you go to school and when you get out of high school you go to college and then you decide what you want to be and then you get out of college and then you get a job and you start doing you know so-called adulting yeah i don't even know what that means but it It means means adulting adulting but adulting has a a very yucky connotation to it it's not like a happy thing it sounds like like unfun it's adulting equals unfun which it's not if you are like I don't know what kind of adulting that I mean to me that just means you take care of your responsibilities but you did that when you were a kid so what's the difference you still have fun it's you know I don't know like you did your homework 
Yeah. That was you adulting as a child. Yeah, that's <laughs> your homework. Even if you didn't want to, you you know, sometimes you missed it. Well, mm-hmm. you had, sometimes you miss shit as an adult. It's, mm-hmm. it's okay. Right. But the point being is that the idea of these things of how you're supposed to do it, what's right, what's wrong, if you didn't do it this way, then you're the fuck up instead of like, wait, maybe... Um, maybe college wasn't the, the best idea for me yet because I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I wasn't going to go yet. I didn't know what I wanted to be. So I was going to wait and kind of figure out what I was doing. And everyone would be like, oh my God, don't do that. But if you're really going by what feels right to you and you don't want to go to college yet, and not right now because we used to not be, go to college as you know a normal thing, right? And then in this genera- in your generation, pretty much... 90 percent yeah you know at least 90 95 percent of people would be going to college because that's more like having your high school diploma now right you know so yeah it's just like part of school it's like that is what you do after high school right unless you are going for a trade which is which is also going to school right it's going to school although trades we have way little trade people yeah there's a lot less trade people because that got that got put into another category of a less than which doesn't make any sense, though. So now we're missing a lot of tradespeople because I see it in, in all industries, meaning in the automotive, when we talk to, you know, our mechanic, we don't have, you know... Yeah, like he's been having a hard time finding mechanics people to work with him. That are, that are good, like he is. Yeah. And then we have it in the body shop business because we have that in our family. We have it in the construction mm-hmm. business because we have that in our family. There's a lot of trades plumbers, electricians, um, HVAC, like, you know, air conditioning, that we do not have the people mm-hmm. that we used to have. Right, the, good, the people that are good mm-hmm. and solid, yeah. That were, you know, that went into, it's like that we're skipping generations of people that wanted to go Right, because everyone went to college instead of doing right. that. They went to college, and I'm not sure what they're doing, because most of them came out, and then they didn't know what they wanted to be, and aren't doing anything with what they went to school for. Right. Yeah. So the point being is that because we're talking about what we're supposed to do versus the idea of what do I want to do, what feels right to me. Mm-hmm. And those roles and all those things are starting to get like thrown out, and they need to be. Because yeah. the idea of what a man's supposed to do and how he's supposed to be and a woman's supposed to do and how she's supposed to be um, were made up. Mm-hmm. And however we made them up over the, you know, over the centuries um, are now getting questioned. And because Finally. we're getting into more of the feminine energy that we're trying to balance our, our masculine and feminine and realize that there's um, the differences we have um, are not the differences that we thought. Meaning like, yes, men are stronger physically. Okay. <laughs> you know, like. Right. But not always. It depends on. It depends on your body, your literal body. Right. But yeah. as a general sense, you know, mm-hmm. most men are stronger than most women. The way that they were built. Mm-hmm. That's fine. As a breed. As uh, That's fine. Yeah. That's called, you know, like, we have something, you know, the feminine energy is more receptive. Masculine energy is more of a do, like a out, like a do thing, like mm-hmm. go and do. Those go together, you know. It's like they go together. So inside of each of us, we have our masculine and feminine. So we're trying to balance that out and not be overly too much. Like, it was like a, it was almost like a, bad thing to be feminine and to be emotional that makes you crazy instead of you as know, a masculine yes as a masculine yeah. and as a feminine you know as a as a woman you were labeled uh, you know we're crazy and men are assholes so that's <laughs> kind of simple mm-hmm. 
but the truth is that that's not true for right. either one. But it was the way that we got seen mm -hmm. because of the way that we work, which was said, saying that that's wrong or too much. But on both sides, like that's not enough. Meaning like you're not, they're not able to feel their emotions. Like suck it up, be a man. Like that saying is pretty big mm -hmm. when that makes no sense. They're a being, they're a human being. Mm -hmm. So they like us should not feel anything. We're allowed to cry and feel these emotions and be sad. You as a guy, suck it up. Yeah, that's a weird What the thing. hell is that crazy stuff? Yeah. But it's the same thing that needs to go when we talk about all the, the way that the roles are and the way, because none of these things work. And you know how we know? Because of the way that the rates of things that are falling apart and have been falling apart for such a long time are happening. And when that becomes balanced out and from a higher standpoint and coming from a place of um, balance, you know, and acceptance of there's no better, you know, like one's not better than the other. You need both. And they're both valuable. And that each one of them working together makes a great one. You know what I mean? Like your masculine, your feminine together makes a great one whole, you know, mm -hmm. like that, that whole person when you balance that out. Now there's going to be days just like in friendships where, you know, the energy is different. Meaning like my masculine is going to be stronger on some days and I'm going to be out doing, you know, and my feminine is going to be stronger on other days. There's no problem with that. Mm -hmm. It's the idea that you shouldn't have either, like shut those emotions off. Yep. And we're so, we're so um, trained that we don't even realize that it says, all right, how you do this, this, and this as a female. Mm, right. You know, like, it's like you, and you'll see it like in, you get married and you have kids and you as the woman usually takes care of the kids more and it's still happening even though we're in the process of changing. You know, we see more men and women, you know, helping because both are working and stuff and having careers. But it's more of how that energy felt and the labels that got put on it. It's horrible. And then these expectations about how people are supposed to be in relationships and what that looks like and who's supposed to do what. And, what, and oh, my God. It, I think the thing that's confusing is um, that people, like, put different expectations on, like, the label of something. Like, if you went from, like, a friendship to, like, a, a relationship, how, like, it could go to shit just because the associate the right label, to the label in because our of the head. label literally because of the label it's like if like if i was dating like let's say james right like mm -hmm. what like when we were friends versus like when he was like my partner just because the label was different it felt different even though nothing changed in our friendship you know what i mean like it was like we, we still were doing the same things like we still like Right. We did the same stuff. We went to the same places, but it just like felt different just because we decided to be like, oh, let's right. make it a relationship, you know? Yes. And then it changed to, to everyone had an expectation of what they thought they were supposed to be. Right. Now. And then that's why, then it stopped working well later. Right. Because, down, yeah. right. because the expectation was I should be acting like this, this, and this. If you're just my friend, I would do this. If you're, j if you're my relationship, then I need to do this, this, and this. Right. Yeah, and then it turned Which into then put a lot of pressure on, on how I think I'm supposed to be as a relationship versus how I'm supposed to be as a friend. Right. But the, the basis of a relationship is a friend. Yeah. 
you know, the mm -hmm. first reason why we, you know, we're attracted to somebody and hopefully we're attracted to them and at the same time we become, we're friends with them mm -hmm. because the basis of any relationship should be that we actually enjoy their company and they're, we're friends. You'd think. That You'd would, think. should be. <laughs> you would think that would make more sense. But, you know, see, you see what I'm saying? Like when we put a label on something, then we change what that means and how we're supposed to do it. And that's that weird belief thing where it's like that pre thing that needs to break down. Right. Because it's not saying that, that these expectations that we set on ourselves and on other people really screw up what it really is. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you, if we're looking at, I should be like this. And we're not saying that in a relationship that it doesn't change if you're, you know, a friend to a relationship, that we don't spend more time together, we don't check in a little bit more, we don't. But the pressure that we put on ourselves as an expectation about how that person's supposed to be or what they should act like or what they should do or how they should be and what we think we should be doing and how the person should act and whatever are very intense versus what a friend does. Mm -hmm. Boy, you think, you know what, everyone should be friends. That's way easier because that's, there's so much less stuff. And then you go down to a friend and you're like, wait, there's also a lot of stuff on a friend. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not like, and it depends on the friend too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's like um, looking at the expectation that you have on, if you just pay attention to this, because I pay attention to it once in a while and, and you know, the expectation or um, setup that you have for certain people. Yeah. You expect more from certain people than you do other ones. Did you ever notice that you expect yeah. more from certain people? Yeah. Now, why is that? Um, because they've proven themselves to be able to, like, get their shit together more. So, so like, I would, for example, like, I would ask a s certain friends to help me do things already kind of knowing they might say yes. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, other people, I could ask them, they might say yes, but then, like, when it comes down to the minute, they'll back out. Right. So then you stop asking those people because they disappoint you. Right. So now they have a label of being the people who disappoint you. Mm -hmm. So they never, like, they're never getting out of that. Right. Like, once we label them that, once that happens, it's so funny because once that happens, and we're not saying that, that at that time that didn't happen. I mean, they weren't able to do it or whatever was going on with their life. But it's really funny. Now they have a label that they're not going to, you know what, forget them. They're not showing up for you. And some people can't, but we're saying like once we label them, they ain't ever showing up for you because they really, you know, the how we labeled them, they could be showing up for everyone else. Yeah. You'll, you could talk to your friend and get like, oh, so-and-so came over and helped me. You're like, they did? You're like, wow. That was impressive. Were they trying to get something out of you? <laughs> like, <laughs> what was their motive? <laughs> that was impressive. Yeah. Because in that idea, right, because it's like in that idea, it's like they actually could show up. Okay. They must have had a, they must have been on that day, you know? That was that was pretty important for them to have made that, mm -hmm. or wow, they must have got you their crap together. Them. Yeah, they must have got their crap together um, for that moment. Oh, you must have been paying them well. You yeah. know, like what's the reason? But other people, we just have this flow with them that we know, like if we call them and we had that experience with them, that they're going to show up and you can count on them. And if they can't do it, you don't think the same thing about it. Right. Yeah. You're just like, oh, wow, you really can't. Okay, that's fine. Because in, in our head, the way that we believe about it is those people really can't do it. Otherwise, they'd be, be there. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you don't have a problem with somebody that you know would be there if they're doing something else that they already have to do. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I'll try something else. 
It's the other people where you feel like you've been doing stuff for them and they can't show up for you. And you're like, okay, label. Mm -hmm. This person can't, do not depend on them. They're undependable. Right. But once we give them that, then they always are. And what's the point of this? I'm saying it as, I'm saying it as the idea that once we do that, like the energy of, and there can be somebody else that this person's friends with that, that they depend on them all the time. Right. (laughs) You're like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like on the other side of that, there's a person that depends on this person. You're like, you do? Mm-hmm. They actually show up? Yeah. It's so funny because I've seen it. It's like, it's like, how do you, now, however they, they have an expectation of, you know, how they depend on the person, they show up and they get them their stuff or they do whatever. They might not show up within the time. They might not, however they do it. Mm-hmm. Or they could. Who, who knows? Right. But it's just funny is once we label somebody, they tend to stay that way in our eyes. Yeah. And once we um, take that off, it gives them an opportunity. You know, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you go around going like, okay, well, that person that used to be um, someone who wasn't reliable is now reliable. But if you don't give them that as a if you don't start saying that about them, oh, so and so is reliable. They're there for me. They help me, you know, as somebody that say it's a family member and there's somebody that has to be in your life um, more so than then you would rather label them with something that's going to help you mm-hmm. because right now we can't take off all labels. We're trying to. That would be great if we didn't label anything. Yeah. But if we're saying which label is going to be more helpful for us, label them with something that's going to be more helpful so we give them um, the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and at the same time, you know that, that if we're saying that that person's there and that they're understanding and that they're open and they listen is so much better than saying that they're not, they never show up, they're always late, they're just yeah. to, just to, like, if we're saying we create and we help, you know, people be what, it's their, they're our mirror to help us learn. It's like, okay, what are they showing up like that for anyway in our life? What are they there to teach us? And then let me see, what am I learning so I can do something different? And then they can come in a different way, you know? So it's just, in, it's just a different way to look at things. And the idea that the energy is, is so intense. So playing that game, like just what we were talking about, like playing that game of, of all right, who's texting or who's yeah. calling and how is that affecting me? Because you could feel like th- there's people that, that now call or, or text or email and you know, everyone's going through such a hard time that I will get like slimed. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny too because there are certain people that have like that I allow to let affect me mm-hmm. by accident. Yeah. Like, I don't realize that, like, um, what for, I don't even know what the, like, I don't know why some people would, like, if someone says something and I don't feel that connected to them, it's just like, oh, that's silly. You just said it. If I don't feel that connected to them. Yeah. Then you don't take it as personal. I don't take it as personal. Yeah, but then if someone who if like you feel connected to the person, yeah. and you feel like you have a stronger bond with them, and you feel like you care more mm-hmm. about them, then they have more weight. Right. What they say right. is more important. What they say is more yeah. important. But it's funny though because it's like at the end of the day, like you kind of are your own thing. So it's like, why would someone? Well, we're trying else? to learn that, right? Yeah. Like we're trying to learn that that. It's me who has to give that to me, right? right? So these people, when they come in and they're they're hitting all of our buttons because they have to, right. right? Remember, yeah. Just everyone be aware that right now, especially in these you know last few years and coming up, that the idea would be so that we can give 
to ourselves, what we keep looking outside for, right. is that we have to have people show up that are going to hit every single one of those buttons that need healing. Right. And our abandonment issues and not feeling The abandonment one for is me huge. is big, big, big. Like personally, like that one is the one that well, I'm like not working just, on. Right. It's no, not for, just for you. No, no, I know. I'm saying for, and especially like that's a, that's a, um, a very big one in our collective abandonment. Yeah. Whether it's masculine or feminine, it doesn't, you know. Yeah. But I haven't and masculine, masculine does not mean male. Masculine energy versus feminine energy. It's like masculine or feminine doesn't mean you're a male or female if you have more masculine energy. Right. But we're talking about masculine and feminine energy. So regardless of masculine energy or feminine energy, male, female, whatever, you know, that's in as far as body, it's more the idea that abandonment issue so big. Mm-hmm. So, like so big and the other one that's coming up is our freedom one this What's one the freedom one the freedom one is a is more of a masculine one they're having abandonment issues that's like part of it it's more of the the freedom of feeling like i don't want to i don't want to answer to everyone because they felt like there was so much put on them like they had to do everything to make everyone else happy that they weren't able to do anything for themselves mm-hmm. so i don't want to do anything for anybody I just want to do something for me. So it's very selfish. It feels very selfish, if, but it feels selfish. But it's not, though. But it feels selfish in the idea of, because it's like everything goes to way over to the other side. Right. You know, instead of like, because the masculine has been taught to always, like he could do what he wanted. Like that energy is changing right now. So he could do what he wanted. So it kind of, it's it, it should have always been more of a self-love, self-care thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of the idea of I go and do all these things for everyone, I have to take care of everyone. And it was more of a financial thing, you know, like financially masculine energy was the one that was supposed to take care of and the feminine energy was supposed to take care of the other mm-hmm. family and stuff. But that energy felt like it can do what it wanted because it did that one thing. Us as females did not feel like we could, like we were on a job 24 hours a day, right? Females would take care of the family in the house. You don't, you're not off. You don't go to work and you come home and you're done. Right. Masculines in the tradition, right, traditional, would go to work, come home, and think they were done. Mm-hmm. The difference is that that's where they would go to that, that freedom thing. Like, I killed myself. I worked so hard. I did this for my family. And then I worked overtime and I did all these things. And now I just want some, I want to go, you know, play golf or I want to go do this. I, I, I don't want to be bothered. Like, I just, need, I just need time to regroup and just mm-hmm. have nothing space. And that would feel like it was selfish to the female because she was still working. She's still taking care of the kids and she's still taking care of the house and she came in and, you know, was still doing all these things. Instead of that, is, as we're starting to balance it out, it's more like, oh, we all need to be doing that because that's called self-loving. I need downtime. I need to take care of myself. I need to get some space. I need to do that. It became a selfish thing instead of a self-love thing because of the way the energy felt about it. Yeah. It felt very much like you don't care because you just left out the door and it's more of a self like self care because it came became but it became more labeled as selfish, like self centered selfish. And yes, could that are there people that did that that were that came in from that spot, you know, like selfish, self centered, like I don't care, I'm doing whatever I want. I didn't I did the part I needed to do, now I'm I'm fucking out. Right. Um, yes. And that's why it a lot of it came like that. But at the same time, it's like what we're trying to learn as a race. Like we need to take care of ourselves. And if you don't start giving yourself what you need from everyone else, meaning like if I can't fill my cup for myself, I'm looking to everyone else. That means everyone else has my power. Mm -hmm. So if I'm looking to Joe 
and I'm looking to Sam and I'm looking to Sally and if they say one thing to me and it's going to ruin my day or ruin my week or they don't want to do what I want them to do and it's going to make me feel like they don't want to they don't care about me and don't love me I'm screwed mm-hmm. and I'm looking to the other person to fill up and make me feel valuable and that I'm worth something instead of me knowing that I'm valuable and worth something. That's mm-hmm. what we're working on. Mm-hmm. And the more that we work on that and see that these programs and labels and everything that we've been taught um, certainly didn't work and they're not working. So we're going through, it's like, it's like we're going through a big upheaval of breaking down the old systems. And that's why everything's coming up to the surface. You mm-hmm. can't heal anything. You can't he- heal anything from um, not, it not being seen. Yeah. It has to be seen. It has to be felt. And these purgings, and even today, like, I wake up every day, I'm like, you know, this job, because it's hard, like, it's hard for me to tell, I know we have a lot of, a lot more people who are sensitive than they were before. I've always been sensitive, and you've been sensitive. Mm -hmm. I purge for the collective, so I feel the pain so much more than the average person does. That's what I do So how do you know, like, for, for someone who maybe doesn't know what they're feeling or I guess, are they feeling for others as well? Like, what? how do you yes. figure out? You know you what I mean? Like, how do you figure out, oh, hey, this one well, is took, the collective? It took quite a while, you know, because I can tell you I've been doing it since I was born. So it took quite a while to understand. It it made you feel like you're, you were insane because if you're emotional all over the place, it makes you feel like you're crazy and you'd be perfectly fine one minute and nothing was happening but you'd feel so sad or so angry or so upset. You're like, wait, nothing changed. Like mm-hmm. if you started paying attention, it'd be like, nothing is different. Why do I feel so bad? Yeah, what 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 was the switch about? And that would be where you started to realize. And then, you know, that's one of the reasons why we even do the podcast, you know, just to, you know, help people understand, like when you, you don't know these things, you know, it's not like they came with a little handbook. You came with a little handbook going like, you're extra sensitive. And we're going to be more extra sensitive right. as years to come and as we're going through this ascension. Um, whether you know it or not, you're becoming more um, telepathic and more empathic. That being said, the more that you start to realize that you're being affected, the stress level that's on our bodies as they're changing, the idea that, that you wake up. I mean, I'm out working all night long. A lot of us are. And we're working on purging and healing a lot of the stuff from the past. Mm. I'll wake up exhausted. I'm not, that's why I'm not here for like a freaking hour or so. Right. Because I'm, you know, or I'm waking up in the middle of the night like I did last night in the last few nights. Um, and a lot of that probably has to do with the, the new moon energy mm. where it, it wakes me up. And then I'll be up for like a couple hours and I cannot go back to sleep. I can't get up and do anything, but I can't go back to sleep. So mm-hmm. I'll tend to try to meditate or, you know, do something that's um, more of a, in a meditative state. But I'm exhausted and my body's killing me and everything hurts. And I'm like feeling everyone's pain. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Like it's exhausting. My job that I do is exhausting. Yeah. Like there's a certain, people don't realize how exhausting it is. Like, I mean like how much you take on of each person and how much you purge for them. Like it's so hard to explain about, you know, being a filter for the world is, you know, but there's more of them and there's more people doing it. And there's more people that feel each other than ever before. So it's just the idea so that you know. Well, can, can we talk about how to disconnect? 
So that way you can know well, we what's were, yours. We were talking about it, you know, just saying the but you know, little thing. If this is mine, it could stay. If not, go away. If you feel it change just for one second. Mm -hmm. If you feel somebody where you can't tell if it's you or the other person and you feel like... Right, like for me, like how I can't tell. Where you're feeling them... Yeah where you're feeling them all over you and you're constantly thinking about them and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. obsessing because that's what tends to happen. And especially if you're not hearing from somebody, then right. you really do it. Um, you do the, the energy cutting, you know, the energy cutting exercise, which was where we, you know, put the person in front of you. You take a um, sterling silver scissors or a sterling silver chainsaw and you just cut the energy very close to them, you know, cut the energy that's coming towards you or the energy that's um, that you feel coming out of them, even if you can't feel it or see it, just cut the energy around them, mm -hmm. and then put healing, healing patches on them, and then after you do that, then you put them in a blue cylinder that goes ten feet down into the ground, ten feet above their head, um, and then put, um, then put, first before you put the the healing cylinder, you put them in a mirror, so the mirror is facing them meaning like they're now in a mirror that's facing them, and then you put the blue cylinder um, of healing light around that. Ten feet down follows the same. And then you do the same thing for yourself, and that gives you some space. Now, you had asked me the other day when we were talking about this um, if it's, like, permanent, and I'm like, no, it's not permanent. You can't disconnect permanently, mm -hmm. but it gives you a little bit of space, and the other people can feel it. When you take your energy away, people can feel that because... Um, 90% of the time we would do this, we would do this with clients when something was happening, they would get a call or a text message within 10 minutes mm -hmm. of doing that. I did not, though. No, to the degree. Yeah. Meaning, we were, no, this was before when you could, uh, right now we're in, there's so much going on yeah. with the person and what's going on. Um, they can still feel it. They might not necessarily text you or, or let you know that they just felt that, mm -hmm. but other or people. they don't know that or that's they don't what they're know feeling yet. Like, meaning yeah. like there's so much feelings that are happening all over the place that it's just uh, mm -hmm. But it was funny because it would happen so often. It happened every single time we did it. So <laughs> I already knew that. But we're in a time where no one knows where's what's coming from where. Yeah. And as they start to as they start to realize, oh, that's what that is. They're they're, they're seeing more of it. Like we're seeing more of we're have so much energy around us that we're so overwhelmed by it that we can't tell what's coming from anywhere. Mm -hmm. So just understanding it is important. So if you, you know, if you, for you, didn't it make a big difference? Well, we did something a little bit different because at that point I was like, we're zapping their ass. <laughs> just, to, just to, and that was because it felt like that's what needed to happen. Like, I mean, like when the energy is so intensely on you. It was like on glommed you, on to It me. was like glommed on to you. It's like, all right, like take a zapper and zap it off of you and then they let go. It's like the energy lets go. Mm -hmm. And then you could get a little space. So either one of those, that was the first time, as I was saying, that was the first time I ever, they ever showed me that. You could just Yeah, me zap and my it. two friends, we had to do some, those, our little group Yeah, we were doing sesh. a little, little, you know, and that came up in it and, they said zap, you know, just zap the energy, like yeah. zap the person's energy and, and see, you know, and it, you watch the, the energy change and you watch the person back up mm -hmm. because of, you know, like the zap. So it gave you a little bit of space to know the difference between what was yours because you just need the space to see it. Mm -hmm. When you see it, then you could back it up a little bit. Then you know, oh, that's not me. Yeah. When you're in it like that, you, you, you can't, can't tell. tell. Yeah. It's just like your brain just 
is thinking exactly what they might be thinking. You know, you're just like, right. ooh. And it's all and it's and it's all over the place, and it's horrifically hard while you're in that place. It's because very you obnoxious. can't think. You're, yeah. you're, there's there's so much energy and um, so much overwhelmed feeling and mm. and so much being pulled all over the place mm-hmm. that you can't think, you can't function. You're trying to get your own stuff done. You can't do that. You're like, what the hell? You're off in space somewhere. It's very difficult. It's, yeah, it's distracting. It's very distracting. It's very difficult. It's very hard. So and why like, does that happen? Because we are connected to each other. But how and does the it more that we get connected, we can very easily get connected to somebody and pull their energy in. Like, pull their energy in or their energy comes in mm-hmm. because of our connection with them. Right. But why would it happen at such an imbalance? What do you mean? Why? Because it depends on what... It's like we take on other people's energy. If we care, we can take on their stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to take on. If we care about somebody and we have a strong connection with them and we're trying to, like, and in some way it's not, like, we're not trying to take on their energy, but we, because we care, we're, like, extending ours and mm-hmm. helping. We can take on all their stuff. Yay. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and especially if we feel like we're rejected, like they don't care, mm-hmm. then we're also like trying to pull their energy. Not We're not doing it consciously. It's not right. a conscious thing. Um, but it's more of a, it's most of the time it starts out more of a caring thing, mm-hmm. you know, from caring that you're connected to the person and then you're extending your energy towards them. And then if they're not reciprocating, then we tend to send more energy, mm-hmm. you know, because we're trying to like get them to be like, oh, like. We're not doing it. We don't know we're sending energy. Right. You know, we don't know that the other person can feel that or anything. But what tends to happen with that is because of that, that now you're pulling on their energy, which then makes them go in the other direction. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the push and pull of energy. Mm -hmm. But when that happens, you can pull, like, literally, like, be open to, and they'll give you all theirs without realizing it. And then what does that feel like to them, though? Um, depends on the, depends on the person. Cause some of the people, some of the people, um, they don't know the difference because they're so in theirs. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time they're so in theirs that they, they're so overwhelmed in their own stuff that they don't necessarily, they don't feel it the same way you do, but they do feel something like, I mean, like they'll feel, they could still hear you and they could still feel you and, um, but they sometimes are so overwhelmed by where they are and what they're doing that the only thing that they can do is try to... It's almost a feeling like... How did they explain it to me? What they feel... It's not like they don't feel overwhelmed. They do. This is for when you cut the tie? Or is this for no, just... This, this is, is before, before you cut the tie. Before, yeah. you, before you cut the tie. And they may feel the person's energy too much, so they tend to want to back up from it. But when you cut it, they they feel like something's missing. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily know what, like, at that second, be right now, because the energy's so intense, but they're like, oh, and then they'll very quickly start to know, like, wait, wait, where'd that person go? Yeah. Like, wait, I don't, like, because they're used to feeling it, because when we do that, we tend to connect to the person for a while. You know, right, like we've so been they're used to having the feeling of that person being attached to them. Right. Th- so that becomes, like, the norm... Right, that becomes like existence, and that's why they keep going the other way. I mean, like the person's there, I could focus on my stuff or whatever. Right. You know, it's not like it's not conscious thinking. You know. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But you're used to that person's energy being like part of you, so you just continue. You just assume that that's yours at that point. Right. So then you just keep doing whatever you're doing, 
And then when they when you change it, when you pull it away, and when you cut it, that's a place where they start to recognize that there's something missing. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's an energy gone, which is important because you need yours back. And number one. And number two, it's too much for us to carry. And then we're, if, if we really are trying to have like an equal balance of energy, that's not equal. If we're having, because we want like in a relationship, you want an equal balance. It's not equal meaning every day. It's meaning like you, there's a give and take, mm-hmm. you know, you give and take and, and it's a back and forth and it flows. It's not what happens when we have a relationship like that off, you know, where someone's giving so much and the other one can't give back. Mm-hmm. That's where we have to pull our energy back, and it's not it's not good for us to keep giving. It's good for us to then turn it right, around. Right, because then you get us. depleted. Right, there's nothing that's filling you up, so you mm-hmm. turn it around. You you give to yourself, and that's kind of the biggest lesson. It's like okay, let me stop, you know, giving my energy and focusing it over there, and let me use that to give to me. What would I be doing with that? Mm-hmm. If I was giving that to me, I'm spending so much time giving it, trying to get this person. What what, what would happen if I was giving that to me? Right, or even if that person is your partner. And you're going, like, super out of your way to help them do a bunch of stuff, and then they're not reciprocating. Still, same thing. Yeah. Still, same thing. You know, there's there's a balance, mm-hmm. you know. and Like, you're driving them everywhere. Right. And, like, picking them up and doing all these things. And and then they think that that's, they don't appreciate it Yeah, anymore. that's, they like, think part it's of... Normal. Yeah, they're like, oh, you just do this for me. Right. Instead of realizing that that's because your energy becomes that's normal for you... Mm-hmm. Um, to run around in the world for them, right? They because just, we, because yeah. we, because we, we are actually taught it like that. If you care about somebody, you do it. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. you have to. They have to care enough about themselves, right. also. And we, we know exactly which two friends I'm talking about <laughs> when I'm using this example. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we're trying to teach them to do something different. <laughs> we love both of them very yes. much. Yes, and that's not healthy for either one. <laughs> Um, but the point being is that it's a hard cycle to break. Oh, look, there's the phone. Which feelings do you have? I don't know. <laughs> there's the bat the phone. Because we're in the podcast. We're in the podcast. We're in the podcast. Did that feel like an 800 number? Yes. Because it, it felt like one like to me. <laughs> yeah, it didn't feel like anything. Um, okay, so. Wallace is sighing. I was like, what is that? Mean? It's Wallace. <laughs> okay, so what's the, what's the point tell that we're ending on? Are as in like th- for the podcast, like yep. what is the goal of this podcast? What's the goal, baby? The goal of this podcast would be um, that because we were start playing the game, start playing the game about looking at who's who's calling you, texting you, so you could start to understand people's energy, their difference of it. Yeah, just fe- yeah, just like knowing the difference between how you feel independently from people outside of you. Mm-hmm. And like I think the first step to that is actually that game. Well, that is helpful. Because know. when you're playing that game, you can be like, oh, okay, I know how this feels when this person's texting me, so I can feel, I can feel them. Right. So we're influenced. In, in general, we're already wearing a lot of energy. Right. So we're trying to just figure out like where... How much of it is ours versus somebody else's? Right, right, right. And so like recognizing, with, yeah. Right, to start with, yeah, hopefully where you're doing meditation and you're running energy through you and you're grounding and balancing. But even if you're doing none of those things, mm-hmm. if you're just saying, if this is mine, I could stay, if not go away, keeping yourself protected, that's helpful in the white light of love and protection. What's the new saying, though? You of added all a time thing. and space. Yeah. Of so all time re- and space. Say the whole thing again. Um, 
um, surround me in the white light of love and protection of all time and space. Mm-hmm. Um, the point the point of all of this is you will be less affected by everything outside because you'll know that it's from outside. Mm-hmm. It's easier to let it go if you know it's not you. Yes. When you think it belongs to you, and next thing you know, you're going to have a whole sleep of tattoos. Right, because I, like I feel like <laughs> I'm going like crazy from the amount of outside energy that I feel that I think is mine. Exactly. That's the point. We yeah. are going crazy from yeah. the amount of outside energy. It's like blows my mind how sensitive I am to everything. Every, everything. Everything. Yeah. And that's the point of this. We are so sensitive to everything that it's traumatizing feeling, yeah. feeling, anything. It makes me want to like not go hang out with anyone other than like three of my friends. Exactly. Like the three that I know how they feel and I and can that's trust their the pe- world. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I can rely on these three people for feeling nice. So when I enter their space, I know I, ex- and even if they don't like, even if they don't feel nice, I mean like even if they're having, even a, if they're having day, a bad day, yeah, you understand their energy just fine and it's still fine. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the part that the major point of this is understanding how much bombardment we're getting by the energy of the collective, the energy of our families, the energy of the people around us, the energy on the road, how much of it we're getting. Just understanding that and just looking at and listening again, you know, if you didn't get it the first time, you know, re-listen to the podcast about the different things that are coming up in the way that we're feeling things because it's making us feel insane. Not a little bit, a lot of it. I feel sad all the time. I feel exhausted. I feel like I can't. And, and I do this for a job. I mean, like, I know that that's part of what I do as far as what I do on this planet. I am someone who runs energy, and it's a lot, and it's way too much for, it's way too much for me, never mind the average person that wouldn't have a clue that this is going on. Even if you have a clue, the amount of it is, is so much meaning how much energy you're getting hit by and how how it's feeling traumatizing and how much stuff is being pulled up. Okay, so Instagram, myalana underscore inspired. Um, YouTube, I'm starting to put things up on there. Um, on This is Only Your Life podcast, so I'll put some of the, the podcasts up on YouTube. And we are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, thank you for likes, shares, and subscribes. We really appreciate it. Um, the more that you get us out there, the more that you um, share us, the more people that like and subscribe. It makes it easier for us to do this. Um, donations, you can donate at Mylana uh, at AOL on PayPal. Um, the more that you help us to make this possible, because this takes a lot of time and energy for us to do this. And we really appreciate you getting it out to other people and being able to share it, because we're here to help. And the more people that know about it, the easier it is to help them. So everyone, hopefully you have a wonderful Monday. And this, just so you know, energies this week are going to be a little bit intense, a lot of emotions coming up. At the same time, we're trying to organize and try to get things done um, more in a, I can't, I can't keep all the clutter around anymore. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So what do you got to say there, Hals, other than I know you're, you're running late for, for your client. Yes. <laughs> other than I could feel your energy of your client. Of my, like, panic of, like, yes. I'm supposed to be somewhere in now. 10 minutes and I'm a, a half an hour away. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to say, Hals? Toodles. <laughs> Toodles. She's going to rush out the door protected and not wearing everyone's energy so she's not having road rage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Toodles. Toodles.